Hey, we want to welcome to the program a wonderful friend of ours. We haven't seen him in a... I guess since all this began way back in uh, April, maybe, or March, but uh, our friend from the Diocese of Camden, Ant- Doc- Deacon, I almost said doctor, Deacon Anthony Seal. <laughs> Hi, doctor. <laughs> How are Thank you? Thank you for the promotion. I appreciate it. Why not? You studied hard, you studied hard in medical school to earn that, uh, that, uh, <laughs> that title. Jim and Cheryl, how are you? Oh, my goodness. We're fine. Praise be to God. And how about you in your circle of relationships, family, friends? You know what? We are doing well. Thank you so much for asking. We are we're all doing well um, in spite of everything that's happening. But, yeah. uh, but thank you so much for asking. Okay, so maybe you did earn a doctorate. You know, we've all been locked in. I've been doing so much reading and praying that so much more than I've ever done before. I, I feel like I need to get some kind of certificate here. Well, you know, there's a saying that you're never too old to learn, and I have to tell you, it's definitely true in this situation. Yes. I've become proficient in using technology like Zoom to keep in touch with members of my diaconate community and my family to lead continuous education classes. I've become more proficient in using constant contact Mm -hmm. as a means of communicating with parishioners on a regular basis. Excellent. I'm learning how to do video (laughs) editing because I'm doing short videos. As for content for our Man Up uh, South Jersey community, because it's doubtful we're going to have a conference this year. Um, So there's, it's really interesting because I laugh and my my kids say to me, uh, I I can't believe the things you're doing. And I say, I know, I know. It's it's a lot of fun. (laughs) (laughs) Well, good for you. So how about some, Deacon, how about some recommendations? I know the last time you were here, when you were in the studio with us, just when all this was just beginning, uh, and since then, obviously, it's gotten, uh, you know, a, a kind of a little, not a little, a lot worse than that as far as social distancing and contact. Mm-hmm. But but how are you, uh, what might be some suggestions you have for some of our more senior uh, listeners on, because I'm sure, you know, people just, they're, they're locked up, they feel, and they're afraid, too. They're afraid of all the things they read and hear about. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I'm really happy to see that the restrictions are being eased and we're going to, you know, we're, we're on a path at least back to getting some public masses again. And, and I guess one of the things that's become very, very evident is that everyone handles a crisis in a different way. And we all of us need to be conscious of the fact uh, to be open and understanding to what a person really feels. And yeah. you know, people who we don't expect to react in a certain way are reacting in ways that, again, are a little foreign to us. Mm-hmm. Unemployment, fear, all of these things have severe consequences for people. Not being able to worship in a normal way has left many of us of faith without that safety net of parish life and the Mass and the Eucharist. So it's been very, very difficult for many. One of the things I keep hearing over and over again is people are saying, you know, it's never going to be the same again. And I guess what I really have to say, the message I have to give is that faith tells me that while that may be true, it may never be the same again. I really do believe it's going to be in some ways better. Our Lord is with us, and as Lord, our Lord has left us the Holy Spirit to be with us and to guide us. And we're at Pentecost, and it's such a great, important reminder for us of this. Um, Now more than ever, we need to rely on the Holy Spirit. I think about the apostles in the room with the doors locked. Mm -hmm. They were fearful, Mm -hmm. but the Holy Spirit came upon them, 
and gave them the strength and the courage to go out and proclaim the gospel and do the things they needed to do. Um, they were so frightened, but when Jesus breathed on them and they received the Holy Spirit, it changed. And as disciples, this is a great time for us to understand that we take in our Lord and we breathe out to other people the importance of Christ's life. We take in the Holy Spirit and we breathe out through our words and through our actions things that can help others. We become empowered to be missionary disciples. Um, I, I, I had students in religious education, and they would say, the Holy Spirit, so what? What does the Holy Spirit have to do with my life? You know, and, the, and the answer is simple, because we can't serve God adequately. We can't handle these difficult times unless the Holy Spirit is in our life to assist us to become everything that we were meant to be. We need the power and strength of the Spirit. Um, and when I think about the students, I, I think that it's hard to understand the importance of the Holy Spirit because the Spirit is more difficult to relate to, right? You know, we have God the Father, and we have, God the Father is the Creator. So we have creation, and we can touch it and see it, and that makes us understand God the Father. Jesus, the Son, is our Savior, and we have all of the great stories we have we have sacred scripture which really puts life to Jesus for us but the holy spirit is difficult we hear the spirit described as driving winds tongues of fire a dove it's much less tangible and i think that in the fearful time that we're in a great message that i'd like to leave give to our listeners is is an understanding that our life is a series of segments. Our life is a series of short journeys. You know, we're 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 moving toward a certain place. We're moving towards that life with with our Lord, but it's a series of short journeys. And when we are in a time like this, we're frightened because we want to see this big picture. Mm-hmm. We want to try to see where is this going to end, and it frightens us that we can't see the big picture. It puts too much burden on us. So I'd like to share a story with you, if mm-hmm. I might. Sure. But I'm hoping makes that point. So I'm going to ask the listeners to kind of just, just kind of close your eyes and think about this, if you would. So there's a story about um, a child who was living on a farm. And this child had a great fear of the dark, petrified. So one night, when it was dark, and there was no moon, his father told him to go out to the barn and feed the animals. The child turned pale. Mm-hmm. When his father saw how, how frightened he was, he stepped out into the darkness. He lit a lantern. He held it up and said, how far can you see? The child responded, I can see the big oak tree that's about halfway to the barn. The father gave his child that lantern and said, that's great. Now walk to that oak tree. When the child reached the oak tree, which was the halfway point, the father called out and said, How far can you see now? The child said, I can see the barn. So the father said, Good. Now walk to the barn, open the door, and tell me what you see. The child got to the barn door, opened it, and shouted back, 
I can see the animals. And the father said, very good. Now feed them. And the story is that like the boy, we who was given this lantern to light his way, this gentle direction to guide him, that's what the Holy Spirit is doing, interacting in our lives now. The Holy Spirit is our lantern in this very dark time. The Holy Spirit is our light. The Holy Spirit is our gentle voice that gives us the courage and the strength to move forward. So if we understand that life is a series of segments and short journeys, the Holy Spirit is that gentle voice telling us, don't be afraid. Just travel as far as you can see. Because when you get there, you will be able to see further. Mm-hmm. We have only to quiet ourselves, listen, and let the voice of the Holy Spirit guide us. And we'll be able to get through each of these difficulties that are put into our life. We're going to be able to renew the face of the earth, and it's going to be different, yes. But there is going to be something that is so dramatically good in our lives mm-hmm. if we can just hold on and look at that light and hold that light up that the Holy Spirit gives us. And that's, I guess, the message I'd like to really share today. Mm-hmm. That oh, in this special time that we're looking at with Pentecost, rely on the Holy Spirit to be that light and that gentle voice. That's beautiful. It's a beautiful story, and it's nice to have that picture because we do. We'd like to have a crystal ball. Just think of the disciples in the upper room that were so frightened. They didn't know what was out there. Okay, go out and share this news with the world. How are the people Mm going to respond to this news? What is their reaction? How am I going to deal with the? It's all the unknown, you know, but it's Mm -hmm. if you just go chapter by chapter— we, we're aiming for the end result, but we don't know what those little roads are going to take us, you know, on the journey, you know, along the way. But the faith that we have has remained constant and consistent. We might not have been able to attend Mass, but we got the spiritual communion, you know, just rest in the Lord and know that it's going to come back for us. Um, but it, it is, it's the fear of the unknown that I, I think gets the, our anxiety up a little bit. I, I, I believe that's true, and, I, and you said that very well. You are right on target, Charles, right on target. And you know, too, Deacon, as you were uh, speaking there, I was thinking about, you know, nobody really knows what—I don't really like the term a new normal. I like the term just normal and whatever that normal will be. But mm-hmm. but we we still will have the, the consistency of our faith. That's not changed. Mm-hmm. That's always True. the same, ever ancient, ever new. There's there's no change in that. There's no change in the person of Jesus Christ or the Father or the Holy Spirit. Everything there is remaining the same. It's just a matter of how we are, you know, dealing with the the, the, the situation. But I, I do think, as you were speaking also, that, you know, especially this weekend, this this journey that we're on in this world has always been, and this kind of this kind of emphasizes this, is that as a matter of trust? Just trust in the Lord. The Lord never takes us, and you know, I always think of our apostolate. You know, if if the Lord had showed shown me uh, 25, 20 years ago all the difficulties I would have had, we would have had to go through in order to get to where we are today, I might have said, I don't know if I can handle that. Mm-hmm. But He takes us, like you say, with the, the the father and the boy with the lantern, just enough at a time to get us to the next step. And 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 you know, you're right. And I think that that concept 
is a concept for everything we do in life, whether it's whether it's work, whether it's family, whatever it might be. We just have to look at it in small pieces, in small segments. Trust in the Lord that will will be led to to the next waypoint in our journey. Will be led to the next uh, place that we can uh, receive comfort and rest in our journey, and then be strengthened to be able to move on to the next leg. Amen. Now, how how are things down in your in the diet? You were from the diocese of Camden. Uh, mm-hmm. Where are you now as far as things opening back up or public masses? Any word on that? I know up in yes, touch we're, we're we're very close. We've we've received you know lots of information. It, it, uh, our our bishop's office has been phenomenal, mm-hmm. just providing information to to everyone over the past weeks. Um, we've uh, we've submitted our plans uh, to bishop. Most parishes have right now as to. Uh, you know their reopening process for phase one. Um, you know, measuring in their churches as to how many people they can they can safely fit, uh, following all the social distancing norms. Um, how they will sanitize between masses. Uh, all, all of the things that are necessary to comply with, uh, not just not just the legal part of it, but all the social part of it as well. And based on all of that, um, it looks as though. Um, by, uh, I'm going to say, a week to 10 days from now, uh, we'll be able to start public masses again with all of the restrictions that we need to, but we'll be able to start public masses again. Um, so it's, it's, it's starting to move in that direction. Um, you know, our, our particular parish that I'm in, um, we'll be able to fit about 100 people mm-hmm. maximum uh, under this phase because maintaining all the six foot, mm-hmm. um, but that's good. Okay, that's that's, that, that's good. It gives us the opportunity to be able to to allow people back in our daily masses and all that type of thing. So we're we're getting very close. Getting oh, very that's close. good. That's good. So there's yeah. light at the end of the tunnel, as they say. Absolutely. And everything Absolutely. we're doing, you know, there might be adjustments to the liturgy, as mm-hmm. you say, or even the seating. Everything is done with the parishioners. We're doing it because we love our community and we want to. We have to care for each other. Um, and so everything we're doing is for their safety, and you know we can't we can't be too anxious to rush back into the way it was. You know we we just have to like you say they all the dioceses have these little phases, and let's just mm-hmm. kind of you don't don't always jump in the deep end. You know you got to put your toe in, then maybe your foot, then up to your knees. So we have to just mm-hmm. play it safely, but it's because we love our parish. And that's absolutely correct. And as long as we, as long as we keep that in mind with everything we'll do, mm-hmm. then we'll able, we'll be able to, um, to satisfy all the needs of everyone and do it in a way that's safely. So it's exciting. It's it, it is exciting that we're starting to move forward. It is to yeah. get back to some some sort of sense of normalcy. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, Deacon Anthony Co. Thank you always, uh, as always, for being with us today and sharing your your very very wise and, and beautiful teachings. And uh, we pray that you and your family stay well. And we look forward to having you back here soon when things start to lighten up a little bit. Yes. I can't thank you enough. And thank you also very much for giving me my doctorate degree. I really do appreciate <laughs> Yes, yes. Share that with your family and friends. That's right. I'm giving them out like candy. That's <laughs> All right, Deacon. God bless you. Have a safe uh, weekend and a happy weekend. God, a happy Pentecost. God bless. Thank you all. Stay thank well. You. Thank you.